for plebs, by plebs, dropping the Bitcoin only signal. Pleb underground. Welcome everyone to the Pleb Underground. Pleb Underground, episode 2-3, here with Brian Trolls, that's Shinobi. Don't trade, best ignore, plan B, pure and simple, stack BTC, keep stacking sats, they're discreet. You gotta use tools to be discreet. If you want privacy, you gotta learn, keep liquid, spend less than earn. Bitcoin is ultimately a technology for saving. Statists think without taxes, no paving. Adam's no longer here, but we'll be talking Genesis. Gemini. Is Mr. Silbert their nemesis? You had all those coins. Why play a fiat game? You had everything to lose. Now hang your heads in shame. For stealing your idea, you took the money from the Zuck, but now you've given it all to Barry. Who's really the bigger cuck? That's right, everybody. Welcome back to the Pleb Underground. Joining us, we've got Shinobius Monk. That's right. He has come back to us. Walton, freaking awesome rhyme, my dude. Very well done. Thank very very well done. There's All right. only one Shinobi, right? Exactly. There's only, well, I mean, we technically, we kind of, oh, we, we, got him we had a fork before. Yeah. But, but it got solved. What? Shinobi SV? Shinobi SV. That's hey, 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 hey. It's not real. Hey, now. <laughs> Speaking of which, he wrecked himself again, by the way, this week. Um, anyways, anyways, we're not going to talk about that. We've got some other stuff. Right now, though, we are diving into the numbers. Right, the numbers brought to us by Time Chain Stats. Uh, and don't forget, if you want a new way to check out the Time Chain, check out Time Chain Calendar. At the time of this recording, the block height is 771,785. The Bitcoin price, 19,328. Total public lightning capacity, 5,152. Moscow time, 5,172. We're below 6K again on that one. That's and quite a jump, isn't it? That's closer to 5K, right? That, that's, 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 yeah. that's quite a jump. It sounds like you can't buy as many sats for your dollars these days. What's going on, guys? You get like 900 sats less per dollar so all of a sudden this, from last this, week. This, this is what's known uh, as, as a bull trap. I believe, uh, but but actually, uh, you'll see in the wrecked segment, um, um, uh, someone um, who, who I think bet the other way and, and, and didn't didn't do too well. But we'll you'll see that a little bit later. Awesome, awesome, and we're gonna finish it off with, that's right, the Bitcoin security chain rewrite days eight hundred and nine. Those are the numbers, guys. All right, let's dive into some other some other numbers because guess what? As we are talking about Bitcoin. The governments are not stopping to print. And this week, we've got some numbers out. We've got CPI data and all that kind of fun stuff like that, where they pretend that, where I should say the government pretends that everything is not as terrible as it really is. But let's zoom out and take a look at some other countries. We've got a tweet over here from Nathaniel Whitmore. When I studied and lived in Cairo, 2004 to 2008, the US dollar was worth five to six Egyptian pounds. In 2017, it shot up to 15 to 18 pounds per USD. Since October of last year, it has shot up from 20 to more than 30 EGP per USD. This is real, this is happening everywhere. And I, I think that, I don't know if it's just the, the US, you know, like, because I also lived in Canada, but I, I find that the, the news here is very ethnocentric, right? Where it's like the rest of the world doesn't matter unless it's 
some type of like a you know some type of like a thrill piece or something like that that they put in the united but... states thinks it's the center of the world is what you're saying phil which is yeah it, it does i mean certainly economically there is a, there is an aspect of truth but yeah culturally um less so despite yeah what 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 may be perceived so you know we take a look around the world and we are clearly seeing this problem where their money is not as powerful as the usd and i'm sorry but that you know that debasement where i know we call it inflation but that debasement rate is just absolutely insane come on man that's not even 20 years you know anyways thoughts on this before we uh, we move on to the next set of numbers uh, i don't know man i uh, i think that aside from uh what's happening in my local supply chains i don't really care much or keep up much with the economy lately going to go up it's going to go down and things are just going to keep getting crazy yeah so basically you know, what shinobi says is he doesn't care about people on the other side of the world because he's got his own problems to deal with which is kind of fair enough because everyone's kind of got a lot of problems to deal with these days in terms of inflation um so yeah well, look, we're let, all dealing with when... at home, right? Like you, you probably saw that Alex Stein clip where he's where he's asking the the the, the Ukraine uh, supporter outside uh, the the White House who's trying to collect money to send more money to Ukraine if he'll give some money to some homeless guy and and he's re refusing saying no no he's trying he's trying to raise money you know to send more to Ukraine it's like but they're selling bi billions to Ukraine like and you got homeless people right here like you know charity should start at home. It's a very yeah, good point. Let me know when when the yen implodes. That that's my uh my watermark for for big shit is gonna change and affect me. <laughs> well, actually, right. talking no, about that's that, fair that's enough. My next my next link um four four numbers actually, yeah. So here we have uh Ben Rickett um showing what's happened to the the Bank of Japan's uh bond market. Um, you can see they were trying to maintain um a particular a particular rate they were buying essentially all debt at a particular rate and then they tried to maintain another one and you can see we now it's now um you know breaking that that level um the the japanese economy crumbling um in real time here didn't um if i'm not mistaken uh didn't japan suffer the the lost decade where where they had like massive deflation and so, and then, and then after that, they they slowly started to pick back up again, and and I feel like that they're essentially about to just spin their wheels and fall right back into something maybe even worse so, now. You know how all these Western economies have aging populations. Yes, um, they might with, have the oldest, know, a, a right? They have like the worst of, of of the kind of that aspect. Like I'm I'm pretty sure like there's a whole bunch of like Japanese young Japanese people who who are dating you know Pokemon basically and all this sort of thing. Like there's there's some crazy stuff going on. And um, that you know the, people talk about uh, all these weird schemes to kind of reduce the birth rate. Like go have a look at Japan. You, 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 you. <laughs> I think you'll be surprised. Well, especially people dating Pokemon. Right, right. I mean, slightly, but like, but I, I have no idea. There probably is. You know, you know what it's like. You, you can make you. you, you it, it's now difficult to tell what's what's reality and what's a joke. Like, it, because, it, yeah, there's not much between them anymore. I mean, they have played all of the games, targeting interest rates, like trying to keep the economy floating along on debt that every Western country has, and they've played them 10 times longer. Like, I think the Bank of Japan owns more than like 
of their equities market. Like it, it's just it, they, they they're going to have very very big problems very soon, and like there there's no more games to play for them. Like they've been playing them so much longer and harder than the rest of us. Like things are about to come home to roost. So talking about playing games with numbers, right? And discussing governments and their incompetence. So here we go. This is an interesting tweet out of uh, from Robert underscore Rev13. So look, so the U.S. tax revenue, uh, 2.17 trillion, Fed budget, 3.82 uh, trillion, new debt, 1.65 trillion, national debt. What is that? Is that 14 trillion, 14.2 trillion? Recent budget cuts. What is that? Is that 38.5 billion? Okay. If I got those numbers wrong, Walton, let me know. Now let's remove eight zeros and pretend it's a household budget. Annual income, 21,700. Money the family spent, 38,200. New debt on the credit card, 16,500. Outstanding balance on the credit card, 142,710. The total budget cuts, 3850. And, and I have to say, um it's funny it, but it's really that, not right like it, it, you, you laugh because otherwise you're just gonna cry like it, it's it's insane i think the, not the number, if you go on i think is it what it, u.s debt clock the oh, yeah. the number to keep track of is kind of in the bottom right and it's about um the the future spending that is um what's the word um you know, essentially guaranteed at the taxpayer's expense and per citizen that amount is about half a million dollars just instantly born into debt <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous ah so look those are frightening numbers very frightening numbers but at the same time we've got hope right because we have bitcoin there is hope that we can separate state and money and that we can possibly start to change what it is that's happening meanwhile we have the fed uh giving a 4.3 billion dollar loan to silvergate uh who, who of course are kind of you know the the bank of uh shit coiners um like what the actual fuck right uh this is the contagion uh that the the fed the fdic occ a warning about last week and we used to spur the the bitcoin regulation so here you have um the classic um centralized um you know bait and switch essentially of um oh we're gonna regulate because there's contagion but actually we're gonna essentially cause contagion because we're or we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna sorry we're gonna you know they're gonna they're gonna bail out people who 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 are part of it it's it's it, I, they're, they're they're talking both ways actually uh, i dropped a clip about this today and there's a very strange relationship uh between dcg grayscale um and uh, I'm sorry, I just totally blanked out on their name. Genesis. And no, the uh, the one that uh, that you just had up on. Silvergate, sorry. Silvergate. Silvergate. Thank you. Thank you, Silvergate. So um, it, it's it's really peculiar because it looks like somehow um, it it looks like somehow FTX Alameda funds ended up uh, getting paid to Silvergate from dcg if i understood correctly and so there's i mean obviously at this point now with what's happening with ftx some of these funds may have to get clawed back so the reality is is that the picture at silvergate is possibly worse than we think it is 
And it's much more incestuous because supposedly, and again, it's you know this is just from what I was reading uh, today, uh, yesterday. Supposedly, they you know they were aware of the origins of those funds, and um, they didn't say anything. They, I, I still think that unfortunately, there's another shoe to drop. I'm I'm I I think there's a lot of gray area that that's going on. I think these companies are all way more incestuous than what we see. I, I just look, you know what? This is what the Bitcoin bear markets do. And I, I don't actually think it's a bear market. I know that everybody else calls it a bear market, but like I, I'm you know, when Bitcoin fiat price goes down, it, that's what it does, right? You see who's swimming naked. And there's just so many of these companies that were frankly just hanging on by a thread. You just essentially hoping that the Bitcoin price is gonna go up so that, that way they can continue to make all these payments and everybody is just happy and going along with it. Well, I mean, that was the major problem with all of these yield services. Like they did not look for a stable baseline of yield. You know, I mean, lightning is kind of too small to service that industry right now. But in the long term, like lightning nodes and infrastructure could be an aspect of that, like mining and then properly manage the risk for like chasing that tail and and bring the overall yield curve up. But it's just like they, they had zero fucking risk management or like conception of a safe, predictable baseline to then build off of. They, they just went balls to the wall like, oh, you said you can get me 8%. Here, take half of my Bitcoin. Like no questions asked, no risk assessment, no looking at like what are their other relationships or, you know, like creditor uh like better relationships with other players in the industry. Just, oh, magic number. We'll get more money in deposit. Do it. Yeah, I think one one factor maybe maybe uh, these shitcoin companies didn't in, didn't think through is that, you know, maybe a bunch of their customers, a bunch of their degenerate customers um might have to, you know, make the decision to say, you know, feed their families and heat their homes instead of um, you know, gam gambling uh that money and um certainly in europe um the energy costs have been going up quite significantly um 400,000 people in scotland um mm -hmm. having their power cut recently um because they can't afford to pay their um their energy bill uh, anymore not not that these were all you know binance customers by any means but um yeah inflation inflation is is hitting people and and certainly um you, you know those that were the, probably in their head you know gambling um d don't have that don't have that you know liquid cash to to keep putting in anymore you know the, there's not there's not it's not there's there's not a bear market because there's a bear market there's there's a there's a bear market because people can't keep buying whatever it is and one of the reasons people can't keep buying is because they're buying you know real things in the real world that they have to buy like food and energy speaking of which what the hell happened with eggs well <laughs> you, you you didn't see that a uh, a farm in california actually had a fuck ton of chickens starved to death because rail delays uh like oh. held up their corn feed shipment i saw somebody post a graph though that showed like the price of eggs just skyrocketing though is that is that all related? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> like, it's all got to be supply issues at the end of the day. And 
like, yeah, I think we are a long way away from all of the issues that started in 2020 kind of smoothing out and being adapted to. Like, you can't just pivot all of the infrastructure around those problems overnight. No, that's a very good point, actually. that That is a very good point. I would say that things never really came back to normal anyways since 2020. I mean, there's no, you know, like shelves – Shelves in grocery stores never really got replenished. There's less, uh, there's less variety in most cases. Um, you more often end up hearing that ingredients are missing. Um, you know, it, it's like even when you go to this place like Starbucks or something like that, you know, like you're gonna tell me that like the world's sprinkles supply is dwindling. You know, it's it, it does seem a little, uh, it does seem a little peculiar, right? Not to mention. Yep, I'm I'm sprouting my own bean sprouts because I got sick of bean sprouts being such a pain to find in stores. See, like why? Like what the hell's going on with bean sprouts, right? Like this is this is the weird shit. Like that's the other thing. The stuff that's the, the stuff that's missing on the shelves makes no sense. We are gonna move on over to Wrecked. Uh, next up we have Wrecked, sponsored by Crypto Cloaks. CryptoCloaks.com or CryptoCloaks.co.uk sites where you can find a whole range of Bitcoin goodies, including the Honey Badger here you see with the secret compartment in which you can keep your FUD dice or perhaps a signing device. If you use the code PLEB underground, you get 5% off all the goodies over there, including the Hodlenaut helmet um, here you see, uh, which... um, if you purchase that item, uh, you contribute to the cause uh, against evil over at defendingbtc.com. Uh, but yeah, guys, if you use the code PLEB Underground, you get 5% off all goodies at cryptocloaks.com or cryptocloaks.co.uk. Support your fellow Bitcoiners. Okay, guys, so first up on Wrecked, we have um, some trader doing some very stupid trade. Um shorting bitcoin to the tune of 200 million dollars um and getting completely liquidated so uh yeah how it's, it's i think that's kind of beautiful but we're just gonna we're gonna trickle on to a couple more links and then and then we'll have a little chat uh next we have bsv getting wrecked apparently uh they got delisted by robin hood um uh, the last of any kind of vaguely reputable site um um listing them um and so apparently now you can buy bsv i mean you can't because no one's listing it but if you could you you could buy it for apparently about 40 dollars i'm sure kurt has some cute um uh, uh, and then finally we see you know of course you know csw isn't satoshi neither is this guy but this guy apparently is the creator of bitcoin and he had his entire fortune stolen by a hacker uh here of course who is wrecked? Well, of course, this this news publication um, because they they apparently trusted someone and did not verify. Guys, uh, so yeah, the the fun the funny wreck to begin with. I don't even know what to say. I mean that that was just absolutely ridiculous. The creator of Bitcoin got his entire fortune stolen. Oh man, so close. Uh, I mean, I'm sure Luke is thrilled. You know that they're calling him the creator of Bitcoin. That definitely puts a Definitely puts a mark on his back uh, from people who have no idea. Uh, but apparently now Craig Wright has competition. Uh, apparently Craig is not the only Satoshi. Apparently Luke is also Satoshi. So, yeah, but with uh, yeah. BSV going to forty, it, it surely Craig's fallen out of the competition. Surely, surely now Luke, you know Luke. Luke might be leading. 
I mean, you know, obviously it's not a real competition, but... <laughs> Luke is definitely more credible, um, but uh, in in terms of in terms of BSV, so not only did they get delisted, but this guy keeps self owning himself. Um, he put out he, essentially um, he explained that in 2010 he wrote uh, he wrote a paper uh, about Bitcoin, okay, and they, that he presented it. I think it was like in Switzerland or something like that. And then somebody went and actually found the paper that he wrote, and it actually had to do with IT security, and there was absolutely obviously no mention of Bitcoin whatsoever. So this is just, it's such a long list of self-owns. I i honestly feel, I really do feel bad for, I mean, besides, obviously you can't feel bad for the bots that pretend that they hold BSV, but for like the three bag holders and Kurt, like I have to feel bad for them a bit because at this point, it it starts to become kind of like right, masochism, doesn't it? For... I don't feel sorry for frauds, pedophiles, and scammers. Like, sorry, no. Well, I'm not saying I'm not necessarily saying that all the people that hold that um, have all of those attributes, but I'm sure that there's at least one of those bag holders who thinks they're holding real Bitcoin. <laughs> they got fooled, and I do feel bad for them, man. You know? Yeah, but I think that's Calvin, and people I don't, don't feel deserve sorry to get scammed. You know, Calvin, I don't feel bad for Craig. I don't feel bad for Kurt. I don't feel I bad mean, for. Feel but that one other bag holder, I feel bad for him. If he doesn't At know this better. At point, if you're holding BSV, you are a deranged, like, lunatic cultist who is beyond saving in any way. Uh, I just laugh. Like, there's nothing to do but that. Right. Like, you, like, you can slightly forgive, like, like midwit Ethereum holders uh, because they, they, they're wrapped up in some kind of personality cult around Vitalik, even though we don't, we can see through and, you know, he, he's, he's clearly terrible. Uh, but, but, you know, they get wrapped up in it. Like at, at, at least Vitalik maybe has some sort of technical competence. Uh, wh whereas, uh, yeah, clearly, clearly, uh, you know, Craig does not. Did you see the thread where um, there was a, there was a Bitcoiner that was talking about uh, about BSV, and then of course a BSVer called him out saying he didn't know what he was talking about. So um, he dove in a little bit about uh, the censorship of transactions, and he created a whole entire thread, which we're actually going to post on plebunderground.com because it's an awesome thread. Essentially explaining how BSV. Okay, so first of all, you can censor transactions, you can roll back transactions. Okay, but the worst part is is that you can actually have somebody added to a blacklist without there ever being any type of discussion taking place, without any type of agreement. You can just submit it to the central authority and boom, if you're a person that just so happens to hold those UTXOs, you're, you're screwed, All your shit's frozen. Is that not insane? How could you? How could anybody sit there and, and claim that this is an enterprise blockchain and this remember, is gonna- They, like, they like, believe this... in the court system. They believe in centralized power and you know rule. Yeah. It's it's definitely like, not a financial revolution. What's going on over there? I'll tell you that much. Sorry, Shinobi. Yeah, but what about the weather, Phil? What about the weather? Just look at Bitcoin SV, and that is everything we would have been in for if big blockers had successfully pushed everyone into following that path, like Thank back you. in 2017. Like the, everything happening there, that would have been happening to Bitcoin. Don't forget to check out Block Size Wait, Wars. Wait, so you're saying we could have had the weather? We could have had the weather? Yeah. Yeah, on the blockchain, dude. Where else should it oh. go? 
Man, we're Wait, but out. if you can if you can stop it, does that mean like you can freeze the weather? Like, I, 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 how does it? How do all the? I want to know how the. Yeah, if I mean, I don't know why any BSV people be watching this, but if if any BSV again, this I'm not they talking do. to anyone here because no one no one who's into BSV actually has any technical you know competency unless they're actually a scammer, in which case they're not going to be honest about it. But I'd like to know how how the kind of centralized uh, censorship of BSV affects the weather. Um, if you can if you can write to us uh, at uh, go fuck yourself at plebunderground.com, uh, we look forward to receiving your communication. Or you could leave it in the comments and and, and let us know. Uh, and surprisingly, though, even though it was a rhetorical question, believe it or not, Walton, whenever whenever I've posted a clip about BSV, we get tons of negative comments. So there no, are a I'm lot of people serious. that like. Like yep. I'm half joking, but I'm half serious. Like it, I, I'm intrigued as to how, yeah, how, how those kind of things affect. Like, surely if you have, I mean, the whole problem is, shitcoiners basically don't understand the oracle problem, or they don't understand math, or both, right? Like, uh, and this is this, you know, the whole weather on the blockchain is is yeah, not understanding the oracle problem, yeah. um, and 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 yeah, censorship, um, um, again, um, it is um is gonna is gonna beat your oracle essentially or he's gonna be the ultimate oracle um so yeah you need to learn more up next we have of course the the story of the week um crypto contagion uh, uh the more the more kind of established uh american um um funds and exchanges um now now burning up uh we see uh an article here from cnbc um uh, shared by mike um the crypto firms uh, Genesis and Gemini are both charged by the SEC for selling unregistered securities, of course, uh, sh shitcoins. Um, we have um, DCG essentially um, uh, blowing up and owing Gemini money. And um, we see a, a crying letter here um, um, from one of the twins. Uh, and then finally, we, uh, David Bailey, the, the CEO of Bitcoin Magazine, has been running around the last week um, trying to champion um, GBTC um, uh, shareholders um, to, to fight against um, Mr. Barry um, uh, when when we all know that uh, Mr. Silver is, 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 is a snake that's that's many steps ahead of this sort of thing um he, he has many tools um many corporate sort of tools that he can use to kind of avoid um you know passing on um funds to uh people that he owes money to um and and, and leaving kind of you know share, shareholders um you know in the stitch silvergate got 4.3 billion dollars i think you just showed before right so th this is very interesting right so Silvergate, which is essentially the crypto and, bank, and Barry's they, got big bags himself. That he, you know, he 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 could he could he could probably pay off all of this stuff. But you know, oh, oh but and, the companies, you know, whatever. Again, but yet DCG is getting slapped by the SEC. Which don't get me wrong, don't don't get me wrong. Uh, all of this, you know, like what Shinobi was talking about before the yield and like all of these earn programs. I mean, look, this is fucking bullshit. Okay, we we knew it was bullshit, um, and. Unfortunately, it's not, you know, it's one of those things where people are going to be like, um, they're going to ask for forgiveness later. That's really what happened. At the end of the day, hey, look, there's a gray area. I can make tons of money off of this gray area. If we get slapped on the wrist, so be it. It's pay to play. I mean, look, 
anybody who thinks that these exchanges are looking out for your best interests, you, you got to be nuts, right? They're obviously looking out for their best interest. This is something we talk about all the time, especially as plebs, especially as Bitcoiners. We talk about incentives. Incentives matter. The, the, the incentive for the exchange is to extract as much out of you as possible. That's that's pretty much it. And, it, and, it, and I referenced this in the in the rhyme at the beginning of this episode, but the 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 Winklevoss twins, um, they got a lot of money from from Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook because essentially they came up with the idea and uh, he kind of stole it from them when when they were all at Harvard together because he was the coder he could do it. he could actually you know build it. I think it was you know so anyway he was kind of brought on whatever it was. They got a bunch of money from him uh, to the tune of, I think it was, you know, like a hundred million dollars or, or a couple hundred million dollars. You know, it was, it was the, what's that nine figure sum. Um, um, and they, and they largely bought Bitcoin uh, w with it, you know, yeah. quite, quite early on. Uh, these guys had, had tens of thousands, may, you know, maybe at some point, I don't know, a hundred thousand Bitcoin. Um and and they played fiat games they they thought oh we'll, we'll, we'll get an exchange gemini um oh well of course you know we um oh we did a year at oxford uh we you know we're, we're credible folk we're uh we went to harvard um and um you know you can trust us we're gonna have a, a very regulated exchange um uh and we're gonna have some you know nice graphics nice website blah 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 um but we're gonna be you know friendly and and, and u.s regulated and, and safe and um you can uh give us your money and we're gonna we're gonna gamble it like like sam did uh and we're gonna you know give it to dcg for example um who who then give it of course to sam so it's exactly the same thing right um yeah like why did they play these games they could they could they literally could have just disappeared and done and done nothing forever instead they want to you know they want to have an exchange and play fiat games everyone wants to print their own money they, they just wanted to make a name with a functional business that succeeded just butthurt over facebook but they you could know, have been richer than mark zuckerberg like the amount of bitcoin they had they could have been richer than mark zuckerberg um uh and they're, they're not going to be like not even close anymore and 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 that's what's going to really hurt for them and I, and I think that's i think it's amusing because again it's bitcoin teaching people humility like stop fucking around <laughs> seriously it's 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 not that complicated just get on with producing real value get paid for it whether you're getting paid in fiat or bitcoin buy bitcoin saving bitcoin you know and and over time you know you don't you don't need to play well not over time you don't need to play these games you can save properly those those games are um are uh, what's the word there there are they're a result of fiat conditioning essentially because because of fiat debasement you feel the need to chase yield but you don't have to in bitcoin because bitcoin scarce if you zoom out, this is something that we've said before. If you zoom out, put Bitcoin on a decade scale, you're averaging 200% annually, okay? All, all, all you got to do is zoom out and look at it that way rather than looking at it on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, which is – don't get me wrong. That, that high time preference crap, that is exactly what the shitcoiners and the exchanges, that's what they want you to think like. They want you to think that you're missing out on a huge opportunity that everyone else is getting in on. You just have to come to the exchange, you know, and buy my shit coins. 
The other thing I wanted to say, though, which I think is really pathetic, and, and it really just has to do with human nature, apparently. So Bitcoin made you extremely wealthy. Not you, but I mean, like, you know, like the, the Winklevi brothers, right? Made them extremely wealthy. And instead of giving back to the ecosystem, giving back to, to Bitcoin, right? Building something maybe that's Bitcoin only. The first, like, the first thing they do is they open up an exchange and immediately start to sell shit coins and immediately start to make, you know, obviously commissions off of people's trading. So I, I just, I, I think we have, in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, humans becoming better people, I, I think we have a long way to go because I, I would feel like, you know, myself, if something made me incredibly successful, I personally would feel indebted to it and I would want to give back to, you know, to whatever it is to that community or to those people, like, why not? You know, like, these it just guys. doesn't make these, any sense. It's, these, this isn't the, this is about the psychology of the individual and the, these guys already thought the world owed them everything. Um, and, and they, you know, they, 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 they thought they were gods and they, they were shown to not be. They're definitely not gods. No. They're just two twins selling shit coins. That's what they are. They remind me a bit of a uh, Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Interesting. Yeah. I feel a little bit bad for him, man. I mean, I'm not a fan of regulation. But, like, mm -hmm. all they really tried to do was just be like the regulated exchange. And for the most part, just kept copying what other businesses were doing. And then, kaboom, all of a sudden the spotlight's on them because of DTG. I mean, it, in fairness, the only real aspect of their business that's affected is their, uh, their earn platform. So it, it's not like, you know what I mean? The other part of the business. Well, now people leave. Now people leave. Like, yeah. This is... No, hey, look, people leave, but people are leaving exchanges anyways. So, but I don't know. I feel like it, it, that was that's one of the key reasons people were using it, right? Was was because there's going to be a lot of yeah, a lot of people moving. Well, look, we're going to have to see how this plays out. Uh, I mean, they've been wasting the last two weeks bickering with Barry on Twitter, uh, which has pretty much gotten them nowhere. Uh, although it was extremely entertaining, I, I did enjoy the entertainment. Uh, yeah, man, we'll have to see how this uh, how this plays out. All right, we are moving on over to the, the Hopium. The Hopium is brought to you by Represent. Check them out, representltd.com. It is clothing made by a fellow Bitcoiner. Awesome threads, great quality. Look at me, I finally changed out of the same hoodie that I wear all the time. Sporting the t-shirts, that's right. Decentralized ops, very nice quality. Walton's got the regular crest logo, which looks absolutely amazing. Don't forget to check them out, representltd.com and use pleb-underground for 10% off. All right, guys, for the hopium today, we do have some pretty decent hopium. There was some big stuff that happened this week and we are about to review it. Let's get started. First things first, all right, we've got the El Salvador news with the bond. Let's dive into it. El Salvador voted to pass a bill which paves the way for the issuing of President Nayib Bukele's Bitcoin bonds. The plan, which was announced in November 2021, would entail El Salvador issuing 
$1 billion in bonds on Blockstream's Liquid Network, a federated Bitcoin sidechain. The goal of the bond issuance would be to invest half the money into Bitcoin and the other half into infrastructure necessary to build out the Bitcoin industry in the Central American country. The bonds, according to the statement at the time, would yield 6.5% and enable a fast track for investors to acquire citizenship in the country. Interesting. Exactly one year after the announcement of the plan, the bill that was voted on today was introduced by El Salvador's Minister of the Economy, Maria Luisa Hayam Breve. Wow, that's a lot of names. To the country's Legislative Assembly as the next step towards this plan. In a statement, the Bitcoin magazine, Max Kaiser, a Bitcoin educator and advocate who has also been a major proponent of El Salvador's adoption of Bitcoin since the process began, states that he believes this is one of the most important milestones yet. Making Bitcoin legal tender in September 2021 put El Salvador on the global financial map. This new law furthers the mission of President Bukele by establishing a foundation for a new global digital securities layer built on Bitcoin. Before so basically, move- Max, Max is teaching them how to shitcoin. Like is what's going on. Uh, Well done, Max. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. Don't forget my gold back, Heather. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, I'm pretty sure Samson's basically following in Max's stead. Let's be honest. Going around teaching, you know, teaching countries on how to do Bitcoin. Of course, you know, then the Max follows along afterwards. What to teach them how to shitcoin? Is that that like the? There are like. Dude, I I would not. I, I would not call bonds being tokenized or things like securities being tokenized shitcoining per se and Mm. from my understanding this pretty much throws 90 percent of shitcoins into a bucket of being considered a security legally so like i I mean overall i i would say if they're going to keep legislating about shit this is not a bad direction to go so in in my case, my my whole thing, I, I'm I'm thinking about the uh, the tether the the tether gold or whatever the hell it was that he was shilling a couple of weeks ago. I'm not even talking about the bonds, personally. I mean, look, um, and it's obviously you know to depending on who it is, they're gonna see it as like you know shitcoin apologist or fucking blockstream apologist or whatever the hell it is. But at the end of the day, to your point, they are locking in the Bitcoin and it's a federated side chain and they're issuing bonds. So. It's going to be plain and simple, right? They either are able to deliver on the promises and are able to pay the bonds out, or they're not. This is either a very good idea that proves to be very fruitful um, in terms of, I I would say, um, Bitcoin's visibility with institutions, or it becomes a massive failure and, you know, we end up learning from it. But the other piece that I wanted to say about this was... This isn't really news for like for for like retail hopium, right? This is like it, it may seem that way, but really like the average person, I don't think they, they don't really know about El Salvador. They don't really know what's going on. Like we're in an echo chamber with El Salvador as Bitcoiners. So I, I think that this is big news for institutions and other governments. That's that, that that's kind of my take on it. Sorry, Walton, go ahead. Do you do you think with Max there, there's it, that's why there's a dash of hope. I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did there. Hopefully there is no dash. Ah, oh, oh, shitcoins, shitcoins. Dude, I look, Fuck you know coins. what? I, I know that I look, also, I know a lot of Bitcoiners that like it. Fuckshitcoins.com. Fuckshitcoins.com. Yes, that's right. Fuckshitcoins.com. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next hopium because that's right. We've got some other hopium. I think this is very cool. Haven't seen this in a while. 
And and this was shared by Walton. Thank you very much. New Belgian MP on taking salary in Bitcoin. I want to defend financial freedom. Now, of course, guys, we, we know you don't trust the politicians. Okay. So Wait, I'm taking confused. it with a grain I, mean, of... I, I didn't I, I just read the headline and shared it to to be honest here. But like how did you find the article? Because I didn't think Bitcoin magazine actually share share their references either, to be fair. Uh, like um, no, they but they didn't. I, I went to go find my own article, <laughs> and that, that's usually what I do. Usually, when I see something from Bitcoin Magazine, yeah. I, I I gotta go and find some type of a source because it's not that there's anything wrong with it, but you just you need to actually get the you know, the meat and potatoes, so to speak. So so check this out, guys. Right? Like, I mean, this is this is pretty big. You're you know, first European politician to take salary in BTC. I'll tell you, somebody who's not happy right now. Klaus, I'm sure Klaus is not very pleased with this MP, and neither is Christine Lagarde. They're not happy, and neither is the IMF, and they're gonna, I'm sure they're going to let him know. Anyways, let's dive into this very quickly. Christopher D. Buchler, I know I killed your name, I apologize, not that he's listening to the show. A member of the Belgian parliament has become the first politician in Europe to convert his salary to Bitcoin. I'll give him a clap, why not? Duby Keller, a member of the Humanist Democratic Center party that just i don't know it's all words anyways has a monthly salary of what is it 5500 euro for uh, four and a half thousand pounds he said to be planning to take his entire 2022 salary in btc he said that he had been inspired by eric adams new york's mayor who announced in november 2021 he would take his first three paychecks in BTC. So I'm going to suggest that this MP just one-upped, just one-upped the New York mayor because he's taking his whole well, salary. The New York and you know what? No, hold on. Stunt, right? It could because be a publicity Dennis stunt, but I'll tell you this. He's doing a, I, I think it's a pretty decent move doing it at the current BTC valuation in fiat. To your point? But also Belgian MPs stunt? aren't paid that much. Belgian MPs are not paid that much. Like I'm, like I'm, I'm pretty. That, well, that works out to like, I'm pretty sure what, like fifty, like just over fifty thousand pounds a year. Um, that's that's. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. UK MPs are pretty making like at least seventy, seventy-five thousand pounds a year. Like he, he, Belgian MPs apparently, um, apparently underpaid. I mean, not that any other politicians can. I mean, I actually do think the politicians are underpaid because if you paid politicians, um, you know, like CEOs, then they wouldn't have to be doing all this snaky stuff to try and, you know, you'd you'd get the CEO type people rather than the kind of Weasley type people who will try and do all this stuff on the side. I think. I don't know. Maybe. I I mean, look, it, it's an interesting point of view for, I mean, for, for me, the way I see it is, is that it, um, I've said this a thousand times before. It's one of those quotes I regurgitate all the time. Um, essentially it is not the noblest of people who desires to govern over their fellow man. And, you know, to your, to your point about the CEOs, man, CEOs are kind of hit or miss. I, you know, having, having worked at quite a few, uh, quite a few, having worked at a few fortune 500 companies and having directly worked with a few CEOs um it really it really all depends because there's I'm not there's examples they're like 
ethically better people. Like they might be okay, more good. competent. They might, they might, they might. What I'm saying is, like, <laughs> you, you might because they're not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just steal more money because they're more. They're, they're, I don't know. Again, it's like the incentives are all broken. Like the selection process in the fiat system is all broken. Like political quotient is what gets selected for in all these things. Um, yeah, you you got a bunch of manipulators rising up um, because ultimately there is no there is no accountability from the top because of because of central banks bailing out um, governments and not and, and them not having to be accountable to their citizens. Yeah, I mean, I really don't see much here except random politician thinks that this will make him money or make, give him extra popularity. Like again, the, politicians buy votes right they're trying to get or stay in power because ultimately they're they're you know they're sucking on the central bank teeth yeah but ultimately he he wouldn't be doing this unless he also thought it would work out financially for himself i think but yeah i mean just but what i'm saying is it's more that yeah. it's more that like he he he, he can kind of well he he's quite cleverly hedging. Like it, it's a he, it's a hedge yes, against against not being a politician. I guess is is, is what Bitcoin, Bitcoin is is because yeah. If you, if you, if you have that if 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 you're properly lodged um in the Cantillon system, um then you don't you don't really need Bitcoin. You could argue right now. Um, is it? Um, and so and so he's he 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 can hedge against uh, his current position. I have, I have a question for both of you guys. Is it a problem if more politicians start coming out and saying that they're going to take their salaries in Bitcoin? Because keep in mind, right, as as we know, it's worldwide. So it's not just like all of a sudden some politician in the States. We're, we're playing a game with the entire world. So what are your guys' thoughts? Do you think that that's going to be a problem? Do you think that we're going to start to see more social attacks like we do right now out of the, uh, the World it. Economic how do Forum, we know, the IMF? How do we know where, how much he's spending of it? How do we know how much he's converting back? Like, no, We have no idea. Yeah. But, it's the, but again, it's the I'm, perception, right? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I mean, I just think if anything that would further legitimize Bitcoin in the long term, like seeing members of government actually invest in it like that, would make your average person think twice about like how useful this is or how rational this is to invest in and you know from a negative standpoint i mean we have more bitcoiners like no bitcoiner is individually special when it comes to deciding consensus like i really don't see most people listening very differently when it comes to people on a stage proposing changes just because a politician has Bitcoin or not. But I think they're going to fundamentally just view that the same way. They're going to inherently not trust what somebody in the government is saying we should do mm. to change something like that. Do you think Lummis has been good for Bitcoin? Um, yeah, exactly. It's a double-edged sword because right. she's like, she gets Bitcoin? Does but she, she talks about but, but she talks about crypto no she does she okay let me rephrase that the words that she says often indicate that she understands bitcoin but there's a lot of there's a lot of cryptocurrency separation Sorry? i think there's a degree of separation i think someone close to her knows about it and and put some i mean cuz cuz i think at some point she basically revealed that she had 5 bitcoin right which which yeah. a few years ago 
um before my time was you know wasn't wasn't worth very much um um and so it could have been a one-off purchase that she held on to for a, for a long time like i don't know how we, do, we don't really know too much about how much has she been continually buying does she does she talk much about how much she's if she's buying bitcoin no. or is it more that she's running on one statement that she made a, a while ago like I, I have nothing against her personally but like politicians in general they they're using what's the term that they're using a, a positive pr to to further their causes i mean do bitcoiners should be fighting against regulations and not creating more of it like it, it's just stupid, nonsensical restrictive like i am fully on the the beauty on interpretation and notion of how to handle this like we should be fighting legal cases with the goal of getting to the supreme court and classifying bitcoin as a database as a protocol the same way source code is. it is free speech like you cannot restrict that you cannot regulate that in this way but and i think anything speech, right? short of that is just a self-destructive waste of time I think, and I think you're absolutely right. You make a very good point. And, you know, I mean, Beautyon is very rigid on that point, And I, I can't disagree with him. I think one of the issues that we have, though, is that we're fighting such an antique, like such an antique of a system. And it is so big, right? It's such a massive system. And it's so bloated. And like, nobody wants to give anything up. They don't even understand Bitcoin. But the the one thing that the politicians well the politicians the government i think certain people in the government understand it very well of course that it threatens their ability to threaten the population because at the end of the day that's what the government does the government has the control on violence and as a result we are forced into behaving a certain way for the most part paying taxes and essentially paying for programs that we don't all necessarily agree with and the the reality is is that that system right that whole system doesn't work with bitcoin and bitcoin is completely i don't know if it's the right word antithetical i don't know if it's necessarily the right word but it's they've never for the most part we have never seen anything like this in history okay so even us right those of us that have chosen to embrace it to understand it to you know to you know, to hodl it, like we're all learning at the same time. So imagine these people that are just completely not incentivized for this because they don't get the bigger picture. They are so thoroughly indoctrinated and brainwashed that they just can't see beyond this wall. So I, I think you're absolutely right. Like we, we really have, at the end of the day, that is most likely what is going to have to take place. But in the meantime, we're gonna try a whole bunch of things that don't work, right? Like we're 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 gonna we're gonna find out all the things that don't work. At least that's which is why we should we should skip to the end and take advantage of the time in history we're at with a Supreme Court that has been the last few years ruling heavily in favor and slanted towards individuals and individual freedom, while the court still has that composition. Yeah. Like we shouldn't be wasting time conceding bullshit and literally pushing for our own legal restrictions and regulations on Bitcoin.
the problem is is that, that many shit coiners have a lot of have a lot of sway like people like barry has a lot of sway people like sam have a lot of sway you know you see silk we saw silvergate bank get that get that loan from the fed like the 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 shit coiners ha have a lot of tentacles into the fiat system a hundred percent and for whatever reason people are very impressed with power and money and they don't want to be excluded out of the power dynamic and out of the money so and i'm not saying that's everybody but unfortunately there's a lot of people out there that's really what they're looking for you know so and again the incentives matter and everybody sees it as my own personal incentive right my roof over my head feeding my family taking care of myself i mean this is the and this is again why we go back to saying you know bitcoin fixes bitcoin fixes our incentives right it, it ends up making it so that by you still participating in that incentive structure you actually end up fixing the money for everybody else and to shinobi's point right it, we end up hopefully at the point where bitcoin is classified as free speech because that is really what it is and really at the root it's math so we can't you can't outlaw math so which is one of your points so it, again, you know, this is just an uphill battle, and believe me, they are going to go. Didn't this they say is, math they're was kick racist? Didn't they say math was racist though? Like, I, know, I think that's why that's yeah. why Twitter got rid of the hundred button for a little while. Like, that's that's a fact, by the way. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You kidding me? Yeah. You know. And uh, uh, yeah, and, and they didn't like the fist or something because I don't know. All right, everyone, that was our show for the week. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Check us out on our audio-only platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. If you want to stream us sats, check us out on Fountain.fm. You could stream us sats through Breeze. Shinobi, how do people find you? What is the best way to get in touch with you if people want to get in touch with you? Uh, no, sir. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Twitter, <laughs> Brian underscore trolls with a Z. Awesome, awesome. Walton, what do we always remind everyone here? Fuck shit coins. That's right. Fuck shit coins. We'll catch you all next week.